Welcome to Fixtasy. Grayscale is the story of two siblings in modern-day Toronto who get superpowers, decide to become superheroes, and find out it's a lot harder than it seems. It was written by A.E. Clark and will be published worldwide in 2020. Chapter 7. Holly. I stepped into the little playground area of the park. It was after dark, so I didn't need to worry about any children being around. I let my mind wander for a few minutes as I walked around the play equipment. I'd been holding back on doing anything with the electricity that I could feel coursing through my body all day. I'd kept it mostly inside my skin, too, even though that made me feel jumpy and uneasy the entire day. I didn't want Jesse to know about this, at least not yet. Not until I could figure out how to show him. At least part of it was selfish, I'll admit. They were my powers, not his, so part of me wondered why he had to know at all. But part of me was genuinely worried for him. When I thought about showing him my control over this, I flashed back to when we were younger. There were good reasons that he had to take anger management classes. I stood at the top of the slide and held up my hand, the small blue arcs of electricity playing over my hand. I had no idea how he was going to react, but it would probably be either really good or really bad. I sighed and shook my head. There wasn't really any point in trying to divine how he'd react, especially when I wasn't even sure I wanted him to find out. Either he's read enough comic books to find it amazing, or he'll be terrified. No way for me to change that. So I may as well see what I can do with this, eh? I'd been itching to try things out all day, but Jesse was home with a friend over to work on homework by the time I had woken up from a post-work nap, and I hadn't had any time to myself since. It was nice to be able to stand in the park and not really have to worry about Jesse or Alex seeing the electricity. I went down the slide, feeling a little childish, but I dragged my hand down as I went. It was metal like the rest of the playground equipment. We had to be the last subdivision in the city to replace our old, dangerous equipment. I made a gun shape with my hand and pointed it at the slide. I let the electricity play around it for a second, marveling, and then cocked it back, slowly. A couple sparks shot out from the tip of my finger, but they were thin and short. I frowned. I can do better than that. I pointed again, and this time I jerked my finger back quicker. This time a single spark shot out, and it was a lot thicker. There was a tiny crackle for the second that it was in the air. It still only shot out about three inches, and I frowned. When I was playing around in the bathroom without even meaning to properly shoot out sparks, I think that it went about six inches between my finger and the mirror. Come on, I'm even trying here. I held my fingers together and pointed both of my index fingers, the tips touching. Electricity crackled in the air between my fingers. I smirked. It tickled, and the fact that it felt like it should have hurt gave it a bizarre edge. I jerked both hands back, and the bolts, this time I would have called it a bolt, shot out and hit the metal of the slide. I was expecting to see it crackling along the thin sheet, but it didn't actually show itself at all. I scowled. If I didn't want to see any results of what I was doing, I'd be shooting the sand itself. I looked around, shivering in a breeze that had picked up. There was a small group of pine trees nearby. The winds had blown leaves up against their lower branches, and they were rattling in the wind. If I was careful about it, I could definitely use those to see how powerful my powers really were. I grabbed a small handful of the dried leaves and brought them over to the slide, placing them down on the flat part at the end as the breeze died down. I crouched down and caught my lip between my teeth. I felt like something was going to go wrong. 
like Jesse was right behind me or someone would see me as soon as there was any sort of flame from the lightning strike. I looked around, but the park was as deserted as ever. The feeling didn't go away, but I ignored it a lot better without having any idea of what could go wrong. I pointed both hands at it and then dropped my left. There had to be a way to do this without the second hand. I knew that I was strong enough to do it because I'd marked the bathroom mirror at work. I jerked it back and the lightning bolt shot out, thicker than it had been before, but still not long-lasting enough to hit the leaves. I frowned and placed my hand on the leaves, not warm in the slightest. It had definitely fizzled before getting there. Sigh. I took a step back and aimed again, pretending I was holding a gun in my hand despite just pointing my finger at it. I could do this, and without the gun shape or staying pew. As I whispered the sound, a bolt crackled through my fingertip, though it was weaker than it had been with the motion. I closed my eyes. If that had been strong enough to spark the pile of leaves, I think I would have given up on these forever instead of running around shouting pew pew pew. There had to be a way to do this without sounding like a child. I pointed and focused on the leaves for a moment. I couldn't see them very well in the low light, but I focused on what outlines I could make out and then jerked my hand back. A bolt crackled from my fingertip, a lot louder than I was expecting, and hit the pile of leaves. They ignited instantly, with a small flame licking up. I grinned. I had started a fire with nothing but my own energy. Now, the part that I hadn't thought about yet. I had a small pile of leaves sitting in the middle of a public park that were on fire. How did I put them out? I bent over to scoop up some sand to throw on top of the leaves, and a breeze picked up, going right up the back of my shirt. I straightened with the sand in my hands. Hey kid! Put that out! I whipped my head around. There was a cop leaning out his car window at the edge of the park. Shit! I threw the dirt at the leaves and sprinted the opposite direction. I didn't really think that the guy would follow me, and honestly, even if he did, he'd be smarter to just drive around the park. But I didn't want to take any chances and would rather look like a troublemaking teenager than be looked at as an arsonist. At the edge of the park, I looked back. The cop car was still there, but the officer had gotten out of his car. As I watched, he gathered some sand and threw it on the pile of leaves by the trees. Oh, fuck. I closed my eyes, thankful for the cop there. I hadn't even noticed a leaf get picked up by the wind, so that could have easily gotten out of control. I turned around and kept walking, calmly turning to go home in as roundabout a way as I could think of. The more I turned it over in my hands, the less I felt weird about running away from the cop. I'd always been brought up to explain myself and to respect the police, but this was different. This was self-preservation. And hey, now I know what I can do with this. All I need now is to get better at it. The voice of Holly is Jesse Gurniak, and the voice of the cop is A.E. Clark. Hey, this is A.E. Clark. I'm going to be doing a contest on my Instagram, A.E. Clark underscore books, to win a free signed copy of my book, Grayscale. Uh, If you're interested, keep an eye out on my Instagram for details uh, coming soon. And yeah, uh, keep an an eye out on my Instagram. Um, It's going to involve some fan art and the winners will get uh, signed copies. Cool.